Independent grind powered by Tech Nine. All right, right now joining us from what I assume is Chicago, since he is from there, is <laughs> Femdot. How you doing, man? I'm good, man. How are you? Good. Was I correct in assuming you're in Chicago right now? Yeah, yeah I'm in Chicago right now. <laughs> I'm at home. I'm up north right now, so I'm in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Where, yeah, I never know if people are like in LA or doing whatever. I feel like everyone's just in LA. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just animal, and it's actually valid because I'm the I'm the friend that's never in town. So like, it's, that's actually a very valid. You know what I mean? like, is he where you at right now? Because that's what my friends call, say when they call me. Like, so where you at right now? <laughs> So are you, like, rooted in Chicago? Like, I know you're from there, but are you, like, do you have any plans to move? Like, what do you, I feel like it has a, Chicago has a great scene there, so it's not like you necessarily have to yeah, go to man, L.A. If it's, if it's up to me, I never want to move. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to leave. I mean, I know I got to go to L.A. for, you know, like, periods of time or New York or whatever, but I would much rather just visit and come back or stay for a couple months. I do not want to leave Chicago. So, like, everyone knows, who knows me knows I do not want to leave. <laughs> uh, I want to. I want to. I want to build. I want to build and help grow the industry here. You know? mm-hmm. So, are you someone that like? On the other hand, though, like I know, like a lot of artists traveling sort of helps them get inspired and creative and stuff. Is that the case for you, or do you find like your best, most creative self in Chicago? Uh, it's like fifty-fifty. I mean, I think um, it's cool to get like bits of inspiration from other places and stuff. Um, but I need to like, in order for me to like really finish and hone in on like myself and like keep, make sure things like is authentic to me, I need to be home. Mm-hmm. So I can like do a destination recording or something, but if I'm trying to finish a project or finish something, like I'll have to finish it at home, mm-hmm. no matter where I started at or what I do, I got to finish it at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we talked to, um, and I think feel like it's so good for Chicago because there's so many creatives that you can almost like stay that creative. Like we just talked to to Kari. I don't know if you know him. Um, yeah, yeah, that's my homie. Yeah. <laughs> see, of course, everyone in Chicago knows each other. Um, but I'm curious. Like I, we talked to him a lot about it about like sort of just like how Chicago has this real sense of community. So I'm curious for you, like starting out, like how did you how did you begin to build and interact with that community? Because we have a lot of I think artists who listen who may not know how to sort of like almost get out there in a way. So what what advice would you give to sort of how to build within your community? Uh, I know at home it was two things. Um, one, like we all like we had a very like influential open mic scene um, that played a huge role. Uh, uh, young Chicago authors and uh, U Media, which you hear a lot through like you know Saba, No Name, mm-hmm. you know Chance, and stuff like that. Um, but that that kind of that community allowed a lot of space. That's actually I think how I met Karyon, funny enough. Um, so a lot of these spaces, like getting out, showing face at these spaces, showing support for people, um, kind of is how this community been able to grow. And that's, I feel like that was more based because the, a lot of the generation before us were not mm-hmm. community, really. They not really get along with each other. And, you know, but with the internet and stuff, you start learning about other sides of the city and, you know what I'm saying, you start wanting to link up and stuff like that. And um, I think we were kind of just tired of, and there's still a lot of growth that needs to be done, you know. Like everybody's trying to get like Atlanta. <laughs> Everybody, that's the blueprint. Everybody wants to be like Atlanta when it comes to the community type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think with us, it was just like uh, so. Kind of, we started supporting each other's shows, or just we all kind of grew up through these like open mics together, um, and like these little circuits of like you know performing at this venue and stuff like that. To the point, it's like oh, like we're actually friends. Like a lot of us have known each other since we were teenagers. You know? mm-hmm. So it's 
because we all kind of were trying to figure it out at the same, and still are trying to figure it out. But you know, a lot of that, a lot of that early, like the culmination of like developing as an artist, we all kind of went through together uh-huh. and kind of just like stuck around and supported each other. Who's someone you met early on that like really helped you sort of grow and and build? Um, a lot of people that I met early. Uh, somebody that I definitely met. I met I met Saba kind of early on. Um, when I was younger, uh, like the whole pivot game, mm-hmm. I actually like one of the first, the, one of the first open mics I ever went to was a, was a like pivot gang was featuring, um, which was kind of wild. Um, and outside of, it's a bunch of other people that I've met like throughout time. So I've actually kind of got like closer with as we've gotten older. Um, but I think pivot gang was one of the first like introductions into the scene for me. And then, um, like other creatives like outside of like actual recording like i grew up with like a lot of films who like does videography and stuff and um like a bunch of other people that i kind of just grew up with um but pivot game was the first like group that i seen um and then uh like malcolm london uh and, like a lot of like like save money mm-hmm. um and uh it's this dj from save money named such and such he actually produced like some stuff on 10 day or whatever he's one of the first people that brought me to a lot of these spaces too so um yeah so shout out my man such such is <laughs> such is a great guy that's a phenomenal phenomenal human being right there but yeah but then so so it definitely like had a, had an impact on me because if it wasn't for him like bringing me around a little bit mm-hmm. i wouldn't even seen a lot of stuff so or even yeah. before that how'd you i guess how'd you initially start to get into music like why did you want to pursue this uh my older brother used to rap when mm-hmm. i was really young he was super fired he's a still one of my favorite rappers he doesn't rap anymore but um he kind of like introduced the whole family to hip-hop and you know wanting to be like your older brother you know mm-hmm. you start picking stuff up so like by like six years old like i was i was freestyling gibberish and cyphers <laughs> in my into my living room and then you know years later here i am so <laughs> he's, the, he's the he's the catalyst for all of this though mm-hmm. like yeah, I have the same thing. I remember like stealing my brother's like Wu Tang CDs and like Tupac CDs and shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, my brother used to play a lot of big and like infamous and like uh, he's a big Nas fan, uh, and, you know. But we we're Jay Z, Jay Z and Nas fan and stuff. So like, you know, what's up when they were beef and we had to pick a side? It was really tough. <laughs> we went with Jay Z. That's another story. Uh, <laughs> but you know, like he'd be playing stuff when and I come back from school and like I'd be hopping on the couch while I was like, you know, what I'm saying. Temperatures rising, playing in the background, or something random like that. And I'll be hopping on the couch, and so like, <laughs> uh, yes, that's yeah, so that's my childhood. You know what I mean? Like he playing, you know, it's dark and plus, and hell is hot, and I'm like running around the house. You know? mm. um, and yeah, you mentioned he he stopped rapping, and you sort of like kept kept going with it. What made you want to sort of keep mm-hmm. like following? Because I know they're like you reach a point to where it's like, am I taking this seriously? What am I doing? Like, what was that point for you? And how did you want to? What kept you going? Uh, I mean, I think what it was was like I started getting a little traction at home, and then I left uh, for a little bit. I went to Penn State my freshman year of college, and when I came back, I came back to Chicago. I'm like, wow, like, I really want to work on music. Uh, I see a lot of the people like that I'm friends with, or that I, you know, we have mutual friends, or like you know, in the same kind of circles, who are starting to like really make waves, and it becomes like around like 2013. I'm like, wow, this is really a possible. 2013, 2014, I was like, wow, this is really possible to do. Um, I need to come in and really get into this. I have such a passion for it. Like, I need to do it. So mm-hmm. um, that's kind of what, what, what really did it. it was motiv- home was really what motivated me to keep rapping. Mm-hmm. I don't even think about it. Like, just knowing that, like, 
I can make it out of Chicago in Chicago. Like, why, you know, why not? Why not? I actively do that. So, mm-hmm. home for the East part. Yeah. Well, get into your uh, the music. I know uh, De La Creme 2 is about nine months now, is it? Yeah, man, my baby. My baby <laughs> nine months. <laughs> What's that like? I mean, it feels like I've always, like, every time I talk about a project, I feel like it's, like, I don't know. Time has been fucking weird for me lately. Like, I just feel like everything was, like, so long ago. Does it feel like a long ago, long time ago? Does it feel like just yesterday? How do you feel about about it damn now? Damn near. It depends. It depends. It damn near. It feels like it's a long time ago, but it also doesn't. Like, it feels like... Mm-hmm. I, but the, it feels like it's a long time because a lot of those songs are old. I've been working, I was working that project for like two, three years. You know I mean? So like, so a lot of those songs are old as hell or idea. These are like, and even then, like the idea of Bella Creme 2 is something I was talking about in like 2014. So mm-hmm. like, you know what I mean? So like a lot of these ideas have been like, you know, years in the making. So like, that's what makes it kind of feel old. But yeah, it's crazy. It's like, damn, like time has passed, but I'm, I'm always working on stuff. So it's like, time has passed. It's like damn, and like, it's been nine months. Like I looked up, like it's 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 been a long time, but it felt fast. Like mm-hmm. reflecting on wow, all this has happened since then. But in the same aspect as like, but like it's already March. Like it's already <laughs> April in there. I mean, it's like damn, that happened fast as hell. Like it's gonna be like like it's the sun back out. It's about to be hot again. Like mm-hmm. you know what I mean, so that's just kind of crazy. I'm not gonna lie. Like, <laughs> my baby, my baby's nine months old. It's starting to walk. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's about to start walking soon. You know, so did you have like? I'm curious if you set goals for yourself, like for like, okay, for this album, I want it to do these numbers, or I want to do this after it. Like, did you have those goals, and like, how do you feel like if you're meeting them, or like, how do you? I guess how do you sort of think about this album as in like nine months in the future or in the past? I guess. Yeah, I mean, I had um, yeah, I had some goals and stuff that what I wanted to accomplish. We accomplished some, some we didn't, you know what I mean, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, okay, that's cool, you know, no worries. But my main thing, my biggest goal, uh, and I think the root of all my goals, whether I accomplished the ones I wanted to or not, was changing the situation of me and my friends. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, and um, I was able to do that. That that that's one thing I really wanted to do because I I was I was just finishing. Uh, I was just graduating school. I was just a bunch of stuff. So I was trying to figure out like what, where I'm where I'm going, what my direction is, and uh, was okay. Like I need to be able to change the situation with me and my friends, and I've been able to do it. I've been able to put myself in situations that I was not in last year. Mm-hmm. Um, so even if like so numbers wise or whatever wise, like stuff stuff happened that went well, stuff worked that didn't go well. That's every rollout or every album. There's stuff that's gonna, you know, even if it goes as perfect as it possibly can, it's something that didn't happen or something that, you know, nothing's completely 100% perfect but um mm-hmm. but it, it did do what it was supposed to do which was change change my situation you know for the better I mm-hmm. mean not for the worse it just changed you know say change situation to me and the people around me and involve us in kind of different things and that was the main goal I mean we definitely had like you know uh numbers and um you know like situations that you know some some came through some didn't but overall like yeah, I'm not the person I was a year ago mm-hmm. or nine months ago. So, you know, that's, that's a plus. Yeah. Sort of speaking on that aspect of time, I wanted to ask you about the cover because it says on there, like, mm-hmm. uh, don't open until 2021, like put it back. Is it time yet? I'm curious sort of what, what those mean or what the significance of those are. Yeah. So like the whole, you know, the whole premise of the album is that it's a time capsule pretty much. So like if I ever get lost, you know what I'm saying, as I'm on this, you know, road to kind of becoming, you know, 
this person that I, I, I know I am or uh, really developing like me as an artist and you know like me as a human if I ever get lost I can kind of go back to these moments and these these pockets of time to kind of like find myself you know what I mean and um, yeah so it it wouldn't the the whole don't open a 2021 thing wouldn't really make sense till 2021 <laughs> but like this is like a five-year plan in the making mm-hmm. of like like all my all my projects are are connected in some sort of fashion, but it would make sense to like roughly roughly if everything stays according to plan, mm-hmm. it would all make sense in twenty twenty one. But if not, then sometime after. So it's just like a, so it's like it's a time capsule. So like by by twenty twenty one or twenty two or you know wherever. Um, Hopefully, I wouldn't have to like. Ideally, I wouldn't have to dig this up to find myself again. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the that's the kind of idea to cover. Um, so it's showing like the time capsule as if it's already been dug up. So it's like hopefully I wouldn't have to to dig this up, you know, or I can dig it up in twenty twenty one and see I've accomplished what I was planning on, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so that's kind of the idea. But every it's a, I drop a lot of Easter eggs and a lot of like. I like, I like video games, like I like old video games with Easter eggs and stuff. Um, so I drop a lot of lows and a lot of like random stuff that connects everything, but a lot of stuff don't really make sense until like two or three projects. <laughs> well, that's awesome. <laughs> How's, what's that like to try to bounce? Cause I feel like, you know, you have this vision and I think of it like, to me, I always like go back to, I'm a huge Kanye fan. So I go back to like how he had yeah. the idea for like college dropout, then, then graduation sort of had this whole saga and everything changed. I guess, how do you, work with both like a vision for the future and how you want things to go but then you also kind of got to roll with a bunch of something like is that a difficult balance there oh definitely definitely so i know did you see like the the, the story where he's talking about like um his uh his signature on his phone on his text messages where it's like the order of his albums and like damn near the the year so like he had like college drop like that was the signature on like his phone or his text <laughs> so you can see like yeah kanye was he was he was thinking he was thinking. That's but, um, wild. Yeah, I see. I, I see. I forgot where I heard that story from, but I'm like, that's crazy. And he's pretty much on on like spot on with like dates. Like he was off a little bit, but mm-hmm. like for the most part, he was in that ballpark of the date, the years he was going to drop, and how you know what I'm saying like mm-hmm. in that order. I thought it was crazy, but um, I know. But um, you know, I mean, it's definitely it's, it's it can get kind of frustrating. Um. Because uh, it's like, damn, like, I know what I want to do, but I need resources to do it or whatever. I mean, I have a resource to do what I want to do right now, so I'm planning for it a couple years from now or something. Um, and really trying to look ahead, but also, like, you know, in this game and in this situation, stuff shifts quick and stuff mm-hmm. happens quick, and you, you say, or it doesn't happen, you know what I mean? And it's like, okay, how do I readjust? So I think it's, I think, what, I think what it is and what I learned is to not. Is to have stuff very detailed, but have a detailed skeleton, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, like, just have the, like, the outline is there. Like, writing a paper, you know what I mean? Like, your outline is there, but, like, you realize, like, a couple of your sources are trash, and you got to, like, switch out some sources, or you got to switch out something to get that paragraph done, but the outline for the paragraph didn't change. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, just kind of having an outline or a skeleton that allows flexibility, um... Helps a lot, but it does it does get kind of hard sometimes because I'll be in my head like, damn, like this is the idea I had and I want to do this, but I, it's it's not there. Or or like, um, how am I gonna? Or even sometimes like, I don't know how the hell I'm gonna figure this out. 
um, because like what I'm thinking is like, I don't know if I have the resources for it yet or mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I, I really want to stick to this bit. I really want to tell this story this way. So it gets a little frustrating, but it's just making sure your, your skeleton is flexible enough that you can kind of deal with what comes. That's dope. Um, and I know you just chopped off uh, the Kronos Freestyle. Can you tell me a little bit of that one specifically, like sort of on the aspect of timing and like this having like the rough sketch, like what made it the right time to drop it? Yeah, I was just, um, I was, I'm, I'm sitting on so much music. <laughs> it's actually, like it's actually quite annoying. And um, I was going through, I'm like, um, we're going through stuff, you know what I mean? And I'm like, wow, like, you know what I'm saying? I, I really like the record. I like it. I, you know what I'm saying? I like the raps, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, damn, like, I haven't dropped anything in a while, so I figure if I'm going to let it go, it should be something that's like, like oh, we rapping. Like, okay, like let's, let us rap then, you know what I mean? So uh, that's kind of what it was. It was like, okay, we, you know, uh, we, we're letting stuff breathe for a minute and we're keeping stuff going, keeping stuff going, like, you know, pushing the album and stuff too, but it's like, okay, like, I kind of want to remind people that I rap too, like, <laughs> like, you know, like, and not because, like, you know, I have a lot of weird song structure on the album. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of like transition. I'm a big transition guy, so I like transitions and like harmonies and stuff like that. And there's a lot of rap on the album too. But once again, that was months ago, and I dropped one record after that, and it's like okay, but so every once in a while, I was like, All right, I'm gonna come with some raps, like, so you know, like, I really, I really do this, this, mm-hmm. this rapping shit. And <laughs> it was at that time, that was like. It was at that time, like earliest month. I was like, mm, like this would be a nice time to, to you know, let people know that I'd be really rapping. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how that came about. Is that where your headspace is now? Like wanting to wanting to just like sort of fucking go in, or are you back to like sort of like trying to do those transitions and and make it more of like the cohesive album feel? Like I don't know if you're working on an album or not. So like, where is your where is your headspace musically at right now? It's kind of a mix of both. Cause it's like uh, I have I'm I'm just creating I'm trying new things in my voice I'm trying I'm trying to find new flows new pockets uh, you know saying new storytelling techniques you know what I mean like I'm really just trying to perfect my craft to the best of my abilities like you know what I mean like just trying new stuff because I've never had this much, I've been in school my whole career I've mm-hmm. never had this much time so like I'm just try, I'm literally just trying shit mm-hmm. um, but it has to sound like me it has to still fit me as a person but like. You know what I'm saying? I'm definitely trying more stuff. Um, but also, like, by me doing that, I'm also sharpening my pen, and sometimes I want to I want to sort that off. Like, I want to try to be like, okay, like, no, nah, I'll be rapping for real. <laughs> but other times, when I can also make a song. You know what I mean? I, can, I also thought I can make a song, you know what I mean? Like, with, with, with structure, but I also want to play with song structure. Like, I don't need the typical song structure. Um, so I'm really just making what feels good at this point. You know mm-hmm. what, what feels good and what what pushes me. You know, but I'm I'm in a really as I, like for like for example, like for the past two weeks I've been in a very storytelling mode. Like I've been writing hella stories. You know, three weeks ago I was it was bars. Four weeks ago I was writing melodies. You know, all mm-hmm. the hooks. Like it kind of just depends because it's like okay, like I'm just trying to just trying to you know get 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 as good as possible. I need to be undeniable in mm-hmm. every facet of writing. So trying to get there what's something you've been inspired by lately like if you've been watching a movie or you know listening to someone's album like what's something you've sort of drawn a lot of inspiration from lately uh lately uh boogie's everything for sale is Mm. a really 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 good album uh little sims gray area is a really 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 good album um so those are like albums that like that i've heard recently that just caught my eye that like oh wow this is fire 
um, that like really have sparked just like, and the thing is, it's always wild because usually when I listen to something, I write the complete opposite of what I'm <laughs> listening to. Um, like, I don't know, like I like play Uzi and then write like a verse to like Quiet Storm. Like it makes no sense, mm-hmm. but like, it's just, it just sparks a creativity thing. And that's what those two albums did. Um, and I asked for like, um, like other forms of media. Um, I mean, I haven't really, I don't really watch that much TV. I started Game of Thrones, which is a whole process. (laughs) You better finish up before too long or you're going to (laughs) be getting spoilers everywhere. It takes too long. I also don't mind spoilers because like, I'm still going to watch it. (laughs) But it takes, I can't sit down for too long. So like watching, uh, I have to watch shows and like, I can get to maybe two episodes at a time Mm -hmm. before I'm like, and I mean, like, in two days. Like, I'll watch one and then watch, like, half of one and then watch the other half. <laughs> I can't. That's too much time. So, um, but, yeah, Game of Thrones is cool. So that's been an interesting thing. But other than that, it's just, uh, I've been reading a lot. Um, just reading randomly a lot. Um, and that's been that's been helping, too. Just kind of just, like, seeing how words are set up mm-hmm. from other people. Um like I'm reading from this author, uh, Dorothy Roberts. She, I mean, I say science books. I'm kind of a nerd, so like <laughs> the science shit. Like, I mean, um, but yeah, just reading a lot, and um, and uh, yeah, and then everything for sale and uh, gray area are really good albums. Come mm-hmm. on, that kind of sparked a lot in me. Are you like a recorded night person, or what's your sort of like almost like daily schedule? Kind of like, do you like to record sort of any time, or is there a specific time you feel most creative? Yeah, no, I don't sleep, so it's simply <laughs> a night. Um, during the day, I'm kind of running around like crazy, like crazy. I mean, I'll, 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 I'll be in other people's sessions during the day, or I'll be kicking it or whatever. But at nighttime, like like 3, 4 a.m., like, yeah, that's prime time. <laughs> Dilla, that's prime. Like, all my friends know, like, if there's any person to call at 2 or 3 a.m., it's me, because I'm <laughs> definitely up. Like, like not even like, oh, he made me land down. Like, no, I'm up, up. Like, I'm up as hell. <laughs> Ready to go. <laughs> I'm up. Ready to go. So uh, all my so a lot of times I do a lot of, you know. So I'm sending like verses to like you know saying my homie Charles like who does a lot of my production. Like I'll send stuff to him and like he'll, I know he'll wake up and see it because I'll send it to him at four a.m. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm definitely a night person. However, I'm trying to switch to a morning person, man. I feel like I feel like maybe I'll get more out of my. I mean, I get a lot out of my day, but it's night, so like it's just me. Like everybody else sleep. Yeah, so maybe in the morning I, I may. They try to get more, but I don't use, I, I'm talking about I'll be in bed by like six or like five or something. Yeah. I mean, I'll be up all night <laughs> and I'm up and I might as well record or write. Yeah. It's that weird balance of being a creative and then also like trying to exist in the world with like the rest of the world. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. It's really, it's really wild. Cause it's like, I'll be talking like my homies that text me like, you know what I'm saying? Like as they're getting ready to go to work and I'm going to sleep like literally. And it's like, wow. You know, so, but it's, it's cool, you know, it is, I've always kind of built, I've always been like this, so it's mm-hmm. not like this is like out of the ordinary, you know. Well, I know you're working. You got a lot of stuff in the in the pipeline. Um, we'll let you get out of here quickly, real soon. But I want to just if you have anything you want to plug, if you got anything coming up, any planned releases or shows or sort of what are you excited about? Oh, uh, right now, man, I'm I'm cooking, man. We're we're doing a lot of uh, it's a lot more music coming. It's a lot more content coming um, that I'm pretty excited about. So 
it's gonna be pretty cool. Um, but yeah, we just we just we're just doing a lot of a lot of cooking. It's probably I think I'm gonna have a festival this summer. Um, I'll probably announce that later on. But yeah, so just you know, just cooking, getting back in the lab, trying to make make really good music. I got a couple uh, records out beyond some of the homie stuff, so. It should be cool. A lot of content, definitely. Awesome. Well, we'll let you get out of here, but I got three random questions for you first. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> first one, you're going to a gas station. Uh, what are you picking up? Uh, outside of gas? Yes. Okay, a bag of Skittles or some Mambas and a ginger ale. Mm, I haven't had Mambas in a minute. Yeah, Damn, that's a good is. call. All this- yeah, yeah, you might want to get something yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking about it uh, <laughs> Next one The person you would Most want to be stuck On an elevator with And the person you would Least like to be stuck On an elevator with Uh, Person I would most Like to be stuck On an elevator with Probably my sister Because we'll just Act a fool The whole time like, we'll, Me and her Will probably both Be the most calm You know Like okay Let's just You know Let's figure this out Mm -hmm. Well we here You got some cars Like still be the type To have like some cars In her purse Or something Just play spades You know what I'm saying Something dumb like that So (laughs) I think I could be stuck On the elevator My sister We can kick it Like that would be cool Um, At least want to be stuck On the elevator with (laughs) Uh, uh, So (laughs) You remember the uh, The little chubby boy From Matilda (laughs) <laughs> I, I do remember the chubby boy. <laughs> I got a. I'm a stickler for how you eat. Like I just feel like he. Like if I'm, I just I don't know. I just like I feel the type of way. I feel like if he had, like he was sitting down with like some cake on the elevator. Like I, oh my god. Like, I, <laughs> You're going deep yeah, in the vault for that. <laughs> yeah, I had to. You know, what I'm saying? I had to see. It had to be a good one. I'm like, yeah, dog. Nah, Eddie, like, like him. And we stuck on the elevator with food. Like, oh god, no. <laughs> eat sloppy, and I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fight. Like, I'm a fight over. Like, <laughs> so yeah, that's, that, I think, I think that's that's what definitely. All right, and the last one, uh, since you said you're a big gamer, if you could only play one video mm-hmm. game for the rest of your life, which one would it be? If I could only play one video game for the rest of my life, probably James Bond Nightfire. For the Nintendo GameCube, <laughs> I did not play the game. I was never a GameCube guy. Game, game it was great. GameCube was ahead of its time. <laughs> it had great graphics, great, great gameplay. You know what I'm saying the controllers were easy to use. Like it was fire. And Nightfire, it was cool. I could just blow shit up all day and just you know what I'm saying. We smoke. Anybody got beef? We just smoking them all in the game. We what all the guns available? Oh yeah, what James Bond Nightfire? I'm playing that every day for the rest of my life. All right, dope. Femdop, thanks for joining us. Uh, De La Creme 2 is out now. Go check that out. Happy nine months. Yes, yes, yes. And yeah, we're looking forward to what you got cooking up next. Thank you. Appreciate you. Thank you so much. You're locked in to Independent Grind on Dash Radio. Tune in Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 12 p.m. Eastern for the latest hip-hop news, music, and interviews. Independent Grind only on Dash Radio, baby. Tech 9!